Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fangs. All right, we're back. Episode 80, motherfucking nine in this motherfucking shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We're back. Almost to episode 90. I'm so pumped up about this. All right. Um, before we get into the main topics here, uh, we got to get into some sad shit, unfortunately. Um, 21 year old rapper Juice World just passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I wouldn't say I was a super fan of his music, but he was extremely talented. He did release good music. He was a highly intelligent young man. Um, if you get a chance, make sure you check out uh, the Breakfast Club interview. Um, and you really could get an idea of how sharp this young man was. I don't know exactly how he passed, but it's really fucked up um, that he did pass at this age. But I have a little more perspective on that. Uh, Keith, you got anything, man? Um. Not much. Um, I wasn't really a fan of his, and I'm not going to get on here and act like, you right. know, I was the biggest Juice World fan, and right. I'm not going to turn into the biggest Juice World fan either. Right. But um, it is very unfortunate the way he went out. I guess he had a, some people were saying he had a, a seizure inside of an airport or something, something along those lines. And, uh, you know, usually those type of things, um, you know, some of those are random occurrences, but, you know, a lot of times these rappers, they live a certain lifestyle, you know, and and a lot of unhealthy habits. So I think it's just important for us to be mindful of, you know, uh, and, and take care of ourselves. You know what I mean? Make sure we're consuming the right things. Make sure we're getting enough sleep um, and slow down a little bit, you know, smell the roses. Yeah. I think that uh, we get caught up in, you know, basically, you know, feeling sad for, uh, you know, artists or certain people that pass away. Like, you got to realize, like, this guy reached the apex of success. Um, He probably could have did more in his career, but he was extremely successful. Successful. He had a lot of a lot of early success in his career. So he passed on. But at the same time, I don't want to get caught up feeling sad for him because this dude was living life. Mm-hmm. He was living life at 21 years old, mm-hmm. you know. So, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure that it may have been some more things he wanted to do, but he made it further than 95 percent of people in this country. Yeah, like he, this this guy got paid to do what he loved. How many people could honestly say that? Not very many. Not very many. Mm-hmm. Not very many. I definitely can't say that. You mm-hmm. know, but um. Uh, rest in power to Juice World and to all his fans that love him. I'm sure he has a lot of young fans that are crying, that are really going through it today. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you don't give a shit about me, but if you do come across this podcast, I just want to let you know that uh, I am deeply sorry that you lost someone you cared about. You know, because mm-hmm. I know when Nipsey passed, it kind of it had a huge effect on me. So yeah, I'm sure that it has that same type of reception from his fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. All right. We got the we got the somber stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to get this shit cracking. Okay. Time to talk about pussy juice. Time to talk about bang bros. All right, <laughs> switching gear. I don't know how many of you guys know of bang bros, but bang bros is a porn site. And I mean, a lot of people aren't gonna admit that they watch porn. I'm not trying to say that you yeah, you sit back watching it all day, but the average person watches porn, even if it's not regular, right? Um the company Bang Bros bid $10 million to rename Miami Stadium. Mm-hmm. They want to call it Bang Bro Center. You Do you realize how much power you have to have in a porn industry to have that type of money? 
if you ask the average person do they watch porn, they'd be like, no, nah, man, I don't, I don't watch it. If nobody watches porn, then how do these motherfuckers have $10 million to put up? Like, this shit is a billion-dollar industry. <laughs> billions. Billions <laughs> of dollars. And uh, it's just weird. Um, this is an ex- just an example of how powerful. It's like a, ju- it's like a porn juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers are trying to name the Miami Heat Stadium. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Can you imagine going into Bang Bros Center to watch the game play? <laughs> that's just, that's crazy. Yeah. What I mean, and then they could probably name all the different like uh, the uh, sections of the place. It'd be like Butt Fuck Lane and oh, uh, <laughs> Butt Butt Play. Like it'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I think. The um, I don't know how realistic this is. Right, ten million dollars doesn't sound like a lot to no. rename a stadium. It's just a bid. Yeah. Oh, I think obviously, um, ten million dollars is not enough to, you know, get a stadium renamed after you. But I think they did it for the publicity of it. Right. Like, oh, there's a porn company that bid, you know, ten million dollars to to a stadium. Um, unless. I just don't ever see this actually being a thing, but um, I guess it is cool that you know a porn company has enough money to uh, to uh, you know put their put their name in the in the conversation. Mm. You know, Bang Bros has uh, blessed us with a lot of good quality videos in that little van of theirs. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it'd be like big big white asses volume three hundred (laughs) and seventy five. That'd be crazy. They have a porno where they're doing donuts inside of the stadium. Oh, and that little van. That some van girl come just up. getting hit from the back. That van pull up inside of the place, and, just some, and then one of the players get in there. Everybody has seen that van. We all know what that fucking Bang Bros van is. That white van. Everybody's seen it. Mm-hmm. And they pick up random girls and be like, "Hey, you want to ride?" And they're like, mm, "Why not?" And then, and it's like, I, I don't know. They're playing on people's fantasies because. We know goddamn well that they're not picking girls up and fucking them. We yeah. know this. Yeah. We know that you can't just pull. That's how you get AIDS, man. You can't just pull over and pick up random people. Yeah. And they be in there raw dog, too. They be in there with no condom on fucking girls that they picked up on the side of the road. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I think this theme had to be real at some time. It had to be real. Mm-hmm. Like, there had to be a dude driving around in a big van, and he had to stop a girl and say, hey, you need a ride? And then they actually did that, and they said, you know what? Let's base all of these videos off of that. Yeah. And they really be driving around in traffic because sometimes people will bust them in there in the van. And they'd be like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it is. Uh, I, I think there is a small, small, small percentage of people that are definitely willing to have sex with some random girl that's just walking down the street. And then I think there is some small percentage of women or whoever that would actually be willing to do that. But like you said, it's definitely staged now to where, yeah, you know, they just throw somebody out on the street and then because you because in order to do like certain like those things, there's contracts involved and you have to be like STD free and stuff like that to yeah to do to you know make those movies in the porn industry. So yeah, it's it's a lot more. Uh, even like I remember there was this YouTube video, and um, it was one of those candid camera type of things where. Okay. Um, but they flipped it to where it was like the female approaching the guy, okay. and then the female was like, you know, basically proposing to the to the males, um, you know, trying to invite them back to their house or whatever. 
So the girl will walk up to him like, hey, how's it going? Like, <laughs> do you want to, you know, come back to my place? And then like 95% of the guys were like, no, nah, I'm good. Or, or I got a girlfriend. Or, yeah, you know. it's weird. So that just lets me know that, you know, people are not very comfortable with. Fuck no. You know, unless you're in a club environment, then yeah. all your morals go out the window. Yeah, fuck all that. But I, I, my <clears> thing <throat> is, I'm too old for that crap. There's been girls that have literally wanted to give me the pussy on the first date. Yeah. And I was just like not comfortable with it. I'm not yeah. even, and I know some people are listening and think it's hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like if I can, if I can literally go out with you one time and you want to fuck me, then it's like I'm not judging you for it. But it's just like fuck, mm-hmm. like I don't know about this, man. Yeah, at least give me two dates. Like I, you know, I want to feel like I actually somewhat worked for it. <laughs> That's funny. If you want to give me the pussy on the first date, goddamn, we might as well just, I might as well just drive around in a white van. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of vagina on the first meeting, so but I, I'm a, I'm a grown man now. And I don't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> they start switching it up on Keith. Like, hey, what's up? You want to ride? <laughs> Bang, brothers. <laughs> they should do a black version called Bang Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> a woke woke bros. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'd be crazy. It'd be like a, a super woke porn. It'd be like a black dude with an afro. He drive down the street. He see a black woman walking down. Like, what's going on, my black sister? You mind if uh you want to ride home? Like, I sure do. It'd be like a seventies theme. Like, would you want to ride, young sister? You sure do. No, it'd be like, I sure do. You jive turkey. <laughs> my Nubian queen. Do you want to hop in my Cadillac? I yeah. Show you right, right on. <laughs> For sure, right on. <laughs> A little porn music. Wow, 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 wow. I was wow, about to do wow, that. Wow, 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 wow. Nah, what's funny is, is like we mentioned before with black porn, the production value is always a little bit lower for some reason. Like that, there's no storyline behind the porn. Like at least on the on the white porns, they'd be like, "Hi, my name is Dave. Yeah, I work for UPS. You want me to come inside and drop off this package?" Right? But the black porn be like, "What's up?" Next scene. Wow! 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 Uh, that mother be like, "What's up? My name Daryl." She'd be like, "Hi, my name Ashley." Bend over, girl. Let me smack that ass. <laughs> The next thing you know, it's just <laughs> sometimes it'd be hip hop music in the background, and it's like an artist you never heard of. Like, me and my niggas getting paid with the money in the thing, get burned. And you're like, bruh, what is going on? That's funny. This is like the BET of porn. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's really sad, man. You know, sometimes you want to just, you know, dive into some. Since some black on black porn, but a lot of it just be terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's it's some top notch stuff though. But I'll, I'll be it will be hilarious if it's uh uh some woke some woke stuff, man. <clears throat> like, <laughs> can you imagine like the opening scene? It just be some dude taking a it'd be like some fake football player taking a knee, <laughs> like fake Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, and then some white girl uh. some white girl walks in like I don't agree with you taking a knee. And the next scene it'd be like, let me suck your cock. <laughs> <laughs> you went from taking the knee to being knee deep in that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you know the crazy part I, uh-huh. I, I, they haven't done it yet and um i guess it's a little bit different for guys because you know guys you gotta basically you gotta be hung in order to be a porn star but um you know they have the girl the female lookalikes and that's like a big market you know oh what I mean? like yeah the, the ones that look like kim kardashian or yeah. the ones that look like you know beyonce or whatever that's crazy um but they haven't done that with the males and i guess it's you know that'll be insane bit. yeah It'd be like watch, watch Jennifer Aniston suck cock. You'd be like, that's not Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, but since it looks like Jennifer Aniston, people, people be could like, get off on that. Yeah, they'd be like, oh my god, Jennifer. Yeah. I love Friends. I love that show. <laughs> I love Friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, Sandra Bullock. Oh, I love that movie Bird Box so much. <laughs> Oh, oh man that's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah well i think me and keith just officially ruined porn for everybody yeah so hopefully uh the miami stadium gets renamed to the bang bro stadium that would be fucking hilarious anything can happen right That'd be crazy yeah. i mean this is not the same but um what's the name uh the clippers have the bumble logo on there. yes thing, they do you know so Hey, that's a good point. Bumble. Mm-hmm. I got off of Bumble though, man. Yeah. Like to me, all those dating apps on my phone, it just turned into a fuck fest. Yeah. Like it, it, I did, I, the, what, it was weird. Like Tinder, Bumble, and I had Tinder, mm-hmm. Bumble, and it was one more that I had. The uh, um, match. I had match. Match. Yeah. To me, I think it's just terrible. Like the way I was looking at women mm-hmm. was very unhealthy. Like I was just looking at them like, damn, what kind of ass she got? Yeah, and I'm swiping through the pictures trying to see what kind of ass this chick has. Like, yeah, shouldn't I be more worried about what kind of personality this woman has? Yeah, you know. But mm-hmm. it's just the fact that you're lo- you could see them and swipe through their photos. You're kind, you get caught up, kind of like I don't know. It's weird. It's like it's like a meat market almost instead of like a like an organic meeting. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you meet the girl, and then a lot of times your expectations are higher than what they probably should be. And then you're like, man, her ass don't look like that. Oh dang! Like, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. Even, not even I've that definitely good. Um, ran into some where I was like, "You, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you took the the uh, the best angles possible, right? You know what I mean? Because right. in real life, this mug is just average. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you know, especially those dates. I mean, those dates, those dating apps. You know, like you said, it, it starts to come off as a like a you know, like you just putting people on a chopping block for right uh, for instance but i think that um you know when you're on there what happens too is like obviously we're all on there you're probably only trying to find a, a girl to have sex with that's it. sex with and um and women are looking for the same thing yeah and then there's a small two percent of those people that are just genuinely looking for a real relationship right right and you're like yo like you're wasting my time here yeah i found you on a dating website i'm not trying to wife you up right i just want to have sex with you so you just keep trying a little bit then you realize it's a waste of time right and And she realizes it's a waste yeah women aren't they're not gonna own up to that shit either they're not gonna say like I, you know, I really want someone to love me. Like, shut up, okay. At the end of the day, I think that you know, a woman might want love, but I don't think she's expecting it off of a dating app. Mm-hmm. I think that it's just a short term hookup. They just trying to hook, like, find somebody that they're sexually attracted to. Mm-hmm. That's probably not crazy, so they can fuck them for a while. Mm-hmm. Women are human; they do the same fucking shit that we do. So yeah. these dating apps with these women on there, they're not on there. Like, someone say, like, "I'm just bored, looking for friends." Yeah, really. No, you're yeah. not. You're trying yeah. to get fucked. Shut the fuck yeah. up. 
it'd be some wild stuff on there. Bro. It's and wild. People in open relationships. Right. Yeah. Willing to fuck five people, hit me up. You were like, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. That's nasty. I was. I had a strong run on Tinder for like cool three, four years. I need to get, I had to get out of there. I'm about to just go buy a bus and say, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get a bus and just drive down roads down and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Bang trucks. Bet you. <laughs> Bang trucks. <laughs> and you can you imagine this, the title of that porn? It'd be like Black Trucker fucks. Uh. <laughs> oh wow! All right, man. Switching gears. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, uh, Lamar Jackson. Well, excuse me, Tim Ryan, uh, a g- uh, 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 game announcer. Or what do you call him? Just a just announcer. I think he's a play by play. Commentator, yeah, a play-by-play, a play-by-play color commentator, color analyst, color analyst, yeah. Well, Tim Ryan, analyst, yeah. Well, look here, Mm -hmm. like we're gonna get into that. Um, He made a statement about Lamar Jackson that just didn't make any sense. I go ahead and uh, plug that, put that in there. He's really good at that fake Lamar Jackson, but when you you consider when he's his dark skin color with a dark football with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the match point. All right. So what what you get out of that is just like it was just a necessary commentary. You know, you mentioned the ball being dark, him being dark, and the jersey being dark, and that's why the play fake works so good, right? Uh, that's just dumb, okay? And this is what I got. This is the problem here. Am I going to say that Tim Ryan is racist? I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to say that. But it goes back to what we talk about, like white people that are not racist, but they're culturally clueless. You don't say nothing that dumb. That doesn't even make any logical sense. Yeah. Like if I if I seen Aaron Rodgers and it's snowing outside and he hides the ball and I'm a black commentator and I say, Aaron's white skin in the snow, it's hard for you to see the ball. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Yeah. It's not about his skin color. It's about the fake. It's about the fucking quarterback fake. That's it was a good fake. He's good at faking the ball. Aaron Rodgers is white, but has one of the best play fakes in the league and and always has. Mm -hmm. So this was just an unnecessary fucking comment. But here's the thing. I think Tim Ryan was probably buzzed. He probably had a shot or a couple beers and he was talking out his ass. Or what happens is when you are white and you or you get around a bunch of white people and you say something like that, they're not going to correct you because they working with the same logic that you work with. So they may also not be racist, but they say stupid shit. But if you had a black friend, they would have said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't say that. Like, don't say that because it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, OK. I don't want to do it. I've had that happen with some of my, my white friends where they say some dumb shit. And I'm like, yo, hey, man, like me and you cool, but don't ever say that shit around black people because you don't get your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't say that, man. Yeah. But I, I'll give a little more context. I'm pretty sure Keith has something to say. Yeah, I thought it was just a, um, like more of an ignorant statement. Right. You right. Know, I, don't, I don't think he's a racist or anything. I just think he, you know, like you said, he's, he's may have been drinking or who knows what 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 was going on um behind the the scenes or whatever but he just made a stupid statement 
Um, Richard Sherman had got on there and he said that um, he came and apologized to yeah, him, and you know they have a they have a relationship and whatnot. So I definitely believe what he said. Also, it feels like you know sometimes when black people are doing these um, historical things, and you know yeah. Lamar Jackson is on a unprecedented run as far as like a running quarterback. Um, they always try to put some sort of asterisk next to what he's doing. Right. So it's like, oh, he can't be that good outside of, you know, the you know the defense not knowing where the actual ball is. Right. So it's just like, you know, this is like that whole Illuminati argument. Like, oh, a rapper can't be really good. He got to be a part of the Illuminati. So stupid. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that's 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 pretty much all I like um had taken from it. It's just, you know, it's just a stupid statement, you know. It's just one of those things. And I guess he got suspended. I honestly don't think he should lose his job over something like that. Maybe he should he should sit down for a couple of weeks and, you know, think about what he's doing and, you know, think about, uh, you know, and just be more aware. You're, you're, you're commentating or talking about a sport that's predominantly black people. Right, right. You should be a little bit more aware of what you're saying in that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should definitely be cognizant of the words that come out of your mouth. And that goes for black and white commentators. Because let's say, for example, if I'm uh, commentating and, um, you know, Christian McCaffrey, who is a running back, white guy, right? He takes off. He runs. I'll be like, man, look at that white boy go. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine the amount of backlash I would get? And Mm -hmm. as I should. Why the fuck does him being white have anything to do with anything? Mm-hmm. That's just it's it, what the number one word that I think of when I hear this is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It is unnecessary conversation mm-hmm. that you don't need to have. And he apologized to the team and whatnot. Um, some people like trying to cancel him. I don't think that's cool either because we have to be we have to be self aware. As a black man, you know how many black men I hear say shit like, man, I'm trying to get a thick white bitch right now. And I'm like, uh, I'm uh, like hey, man, that's not cool. Because yeah. if, if a white boy said, I'm trying to get a thick black bitch right now, <laughs> we would fucking lose it. <laughs> you, language is like language is important, bro. Yeah. Like you can. And, and, and it's pretty hypocritical when I've I've seen some dudes that's black that I've heard them say things like that many times about like white girls or white people, whatever the case. And then you see Tim Ryan actually have a lesser, um, a lesser comment, which is still equally fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And the same people like, man, that's bullshit. Get this racist motherfucker off the TV. I'm like, bro, it, this is not cancel worthy. Yeah. If he made a more in depth statement about black skin, he's like, yeah, he looks like charcoal out there. If he says some shit like that, I'd be like, hold on, bro, that's fucking racist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like charcoal. I want (laughs) to just get the barbecue out and barbecue with his arm. Yeah. Then I'll be like, yo, this shit is stupid, right? This Mm -hmm. is crazy. But Tim Ryan to me did not do enough for me to consider him racist and throw and then jump out the window and all of that. That's just too much. Yeah. I think uh I think it's (laughs) you know, a little short little suspension was more than good enough. Right. Um, definitely a, a a sit down with an HR person or something like that, so he knows. You know, he has to be more aware of what he's doing. But outside of that, it's uh, you know, it's water under the bridge. One hundred percent. And uh, folks, uh, especially my my white brothers out there, my white brothers and sisters, listen very fucking closely. If you say something that's stupid, right, own it, own it, and move on. You don't have to sit there and just be like, look, I'm not racist. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. All you should say is, look, 
I'm, I said something stupid. It, I didn't realize that it could be offensive. And then you just move on. Because don't do the whole, like, I have black friends. Some of my closest friends are black. I would never do that. It's like, mm-hmm. nobody gives a fuck. Just yeah. fucking own it. Yeah. Own it. Own yeah. it and move on. You, I mean, don't get caught up in um, allowing people to guilt trip you for something. When you know, if your intentions were not, like, bad, you know, if you had good intentions with what you were saying, then don't fucking, you know, overly apologize. Because it's just weak. Mm-hmm. You know, but learn from this, folks. Mm-hmm. All of us can learn something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Language is important. That's the number one thing I learned from this. Yes, sir. All right, switching gears. Um, French fry shortage. I don't know how many people have caught this story, uh, but there was a headline here recently, and this is what it stated. It stated uh, multiple news headlines this week have warned of a possible French fry shortage this year after we- after a weaker harvest. For many potato farmers in the United States and Canada, winter came early for many in Canada and the United States, said this guy's name, Kevin McGlax, whatever the fuck his name is, the general manager of the United Potato Growers of Canada. As of now, there are no issues with uh, potatoes. Everybody's fine. There's no real shortage right now. But I'm bringing this story up so everybody can understand how motherfucking fat Americans are. Mm-hmm. People were really afraid that we were going to run out of fries and they didn't know what the fuck to do because they eat fries every day. Yeah. That is a problem. Mm-hmm. Bro, did you know if French fry, if we never ate a French fry again, that we'd be okay? Yeah. And people are acting like it's a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. You're acting like these fucking French fries are 401k or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... It to me it spoke it this is not a real issue in America, but because we're so motherfucking fat, we like, but I can't have carne asada fries. I can't have chili cheese fries. I can't have burgers and fries together. I don't know what uh, my family needs this. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Get some help. Some <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it's uh it's just not that big of a deal. No, there's a lot of options on the menu. But, you know, I will say that uh, French fries are actually pretty good. Of course. Yeah. But I'm not going to be um, pulling my hair out and, you know, running around the streets naked just because there's no more French fries at McDonald's. Wow, Keith. That was some, some depth. <laughs> <laughs> you know how crazy you look if you're pulling your fucking hair out and you run around naked? God damn. <laughs> Well, I don't mean, well, I don't have hair to pull out. <laughs> All you get is dick. Throwing <laughs> pubic hair at people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny. What if the currency at strip club was like French fries? You're just throwing like French fries. Ah, uh, there'd be some greasy pussy in there. <laughs> like, God damn. Pussy smell like Big Macs and uh, smell like a number 14. Greasy, salty pussy. <laughs> Why do French fries be so salty, bro? They be throwing like way too much salt on them. Okay, you know what's crazy about French fries? All right, I'm about to mind fuck everybody, right? There have been legitimate arguments about what fries taste the best, right? Mm-hmm. But there are only three ingredients potatoes, grease, and fucking salt. That's that's not entirely true though. Well, they have different ones. You know, they 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 marinate them in like beef stock and yeah. some other ones they put them in like vinegar or whatever the fuck. 
Yeah, but, that that makes a huge difference, though, because yeah. the, the the actual uh, grease that McDonald's cooks theirs in has a little bit of beef stock in it. Ah, this nigga just—did you just have an orgasm? No, nah, I was just like, oh, <laughs> it was more of a passionate. Oh. Yeah, stop doing that. It was more of a bang, bros. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> yeah, the 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 whole the sexual noises and porn is so fabricated. <laughs> this is so fabricated, and it's gotten to the point where it's it's affect. Oh shit! Fucking Mike hit me in the mouth. <laughs> it's it's gotten it's gotten to the point where when you're having sex with a girl, the women start to adopt the same things they see in porn. Yeah, some of the like the some of the the this over dramatizations. Yeah. Like, They'll be like, oh my God, yeah. You'd be like, oh, yeah. don't do that. Cause I know that's not real. Yeah. I know that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. I know that this dick is it's pretty good, but it's not making you do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> comedy, comedy, comedy. Yeah, man. I've been in way too many uh, scenarios where girls be like, not even for me though. I'm right. Usually when I'm doing my thing it'd be it'd be fairly quiet right, you know what I'm right. Saying? but yeah i've been in like roommates and stuff like that oh uh, you yeah. hear it yeah it'd be crazy yeah it's like some straight like oh my fucking god <laughs> oh, i think what really ha- what really <laughs> what really happens though is that um it, it just depends on the girl and how secure she is with you know with the, with herself right right, right. so the, i almost applaud those girls that do scream loud it is a little bit over the top, but right. you know they're just free. They're having like you know they're in this like sexual freedom. Right. Uh, sometimes you you know you you get with a girl if you got roommates or something like that. They try to be like extremely yeah. quiet and stuff. Like girl, you better say something. It gets a little annoying too. The yelling it starts to become <clears throat> pier- it gets piercing after a while. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the ones that be having like conversations with you. Uh, uh. It be like not not. Not even conversations, but the ones that like are asking rhetorical questions, like "Oh my gosh, you know what you're doing, huh? You know, you know what you're doing back there. Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) you know it feels so good. Oh my god." (laughs) (laughs) They turn into Charlie Brown's mom during the sex and shit. They're like, "Mama, mama, <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> hilarious. And this whole conversation started with fries. It's a little crazy. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, ultimately, man, uh, th- I brought this up just to you know give you an example of how fat we are in America. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta, and then we also got scared where there was supposed to be a bacon shortage. Oh, that this ain't the first time we've had a shortage of something. So mm-hmm. the t- the two top things in America are bacon Wasn't and fries. Wasn't there an actual potato famine mm-hmm. or something back in the day? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. If any listeners know anything about history, usually we be posing these questions to the listeners and don't nobody be hitting me up. Yeah, it's because it's because we haven't made it yet. <laughs> yeah, we haven't. I'd be like legit, be like, yo, listeners out there, if you got yeah. any suggestions, don't know, don't ever get no. And what it, what what it is is this: they don't want to admit we're cool yet. Like you guys know we're cool, right? That's yeah. why you're still listening right now. How, how how long are we into the podcast right now? How many minutes? Been like thirty one. So we've been in the podcast thirty one minutes. If you made it this far, you've been listening for thirty one minutes. So you like us, and that's cool. Yeah. But you're not gonna tell your friends because you think you you don't you know it's not like the hottest podcast yet. So you're still <laughs> like, let me listen to probably like another two hundred episodes and then i'll start telling my friends yeah 
Yeah. It'd be cool, though, because the ones that don't listen are the ones that I'd be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you guys. Anybody that takes the time out to tune into the podcast, we appreciate it, man. Yeah. And for all you guys that are going to be traveling on the holidays, do not fucking turn this podcast on with your family in a car. Yes. Right? If it's just you and your wife, then yeah, that'll work. Or you and your girlfriend, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> or if you got a little kid, I don't know if you want to do that in your, either because they might pick up on some bad shit. Yeah. They'd be like, Mom, Mom, what? Mm. Pussy juice. Ah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's comedy. And any ladies out there, if you want me to meet your, you know, your mom during the holiday season or whatever, don't introduce them to the podcast. First. Please don't. Yeah, this is not a good introduction. I'm an educated man. You know what I mean, I'm I'm cool. I'm solid, but. No, every That'd now and then I like to talk about pussy juice on a podcast and salty pussy strippers. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, in regards to the potatoes, man, um, really, they did a study on it stating that you really should not be eating fries in general. Mm-hmm. Here's my advice to you in regards to potatoes. You could switch potatoes up. Um, I would get you could get like red skin potato, like red skin potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um chop them up and then put them in an air fryer instead of using the actual grease put them mm-hmm. in an air fryer and then and then lightly salt them lightly salt them cuz there is an aggressive amount of sodium that they put on these fries yeah and then they put them in that grease and it's like dude that shit is really bad for you bro mm-hmm. really bad really 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 bad you really shouldn't be eating it at all yeah you know and some people eat out every day Mm-hmm. I knew this dude that used to eat out three times a day. Oh, God damn. I'm like, dude, how are you not dead yet? Yeah. I, I don't even think eating out is a problem. I just think it's where people are eating and what they're eating on the menu. Honestly, I would I would have to disagree. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is because I understand how the you know the macros and the micros and everything in the in the food, you really shouldn't eat out because it's mainly prepackaged stuff and mm-hmm. it's extremely high in sodium. Yeah. So the average amount of sodium you're supposed to get if you're on a lower sodium diet is anywhere uh, beneath 2,000 milligrams a day up to 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day. Mm-hmm. But if you ate out for three meals, you would easily have uh, an upwards of 4,500 milligrams of sodium. Mm-hmm. And that's extremely unhealthy, man. You're talking about high cholesterol. You're talking about fucking uh, high blood pressure. And that's not good. Now, yeah. you could you could definitely get a lower lower calorie lower calorie meals mm-hmm. if you ate out three times a day. Like he might go to Subway, mm-hmm. and then you could eat some egg whites, uh, like an egg white sandwich or something from Jack in the Box or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But even that shit's got salt in it. The bread's all fucked up. It's just if you don't believe me, go to the, the nutritional facts online and look up all these foods, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck, Eddie was right." Yeah, I bring my lunch to work. I don't eat out like that. I do mm-hmm. eat out. Mm-hmm. But not all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Stop fucking with the fries, man. Fries is delicious. Eat all you want. Nah, man. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Don't do it. Don't play with your health like that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I love fries myself. You know, I love fries. From, my favorite fries might be rallies. Oh, yeah. Rallies or, or checkers. Those yeah. might be my favorite fries. But they are salty as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And uh, ugh, it, it's, it's amazing, but it's also bad. Mm-hmm. All right, switching gears. Customer service. Um, what's weird is I noticed that when you go to certain jobs or or uh, you go to McDonald's or you go to a tire shop or you go somewhere else, 
Um, first of all, let me give you a story that happened to me the other day. I'm not going to give the, the establishment's name because I still respect people's business, but evidently they didn't respect mine and I didn't like that very much and they will no longer get my business. Um, the other day, I took my work truck uh, to a local mechanic that's right. It's near me and Keith. And we've, we've been there a few times. Um, but I went in there on Saturday. It was the only time I really had time to go because I work all week and talked to the guys. I told him what I needed done on my truck. He said, all right, we'll call you in a minute. We'll call you and give you an estimate. I said, okay, cool. So I go home, wait on a phone call. Over two hours passes. I didn't get a phone call. They cl- Mind you, they closed at 3 p.m. on Saturdays and it was like two something. And uh, I, the guy answered the phone, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Let me give the phone to so and so." The guy tells me, "Oh yeah, man, uh, we can't get to it. We're too busy, man. Uh, you come pick it up, but we don't want to leave it here, you know, because we ain't gonna be able to do it." And I'm thinking, like, I said, "Bro, you said you would give me a call back." He's like, "Oh nah, but yeah, I told you we wouldn't be ready till Tuesday." I said, "Nah, man, you never said that." Mm-hmm. So he didn't even give a fuck from the beginning to the end, and I said, "Look." Why would I trust somebody with my car and they act like this? That's my anything that happens past that point is on me after that. If we've had an initial bad meeting and now your punk ass don't want to work on my fucking car and then you might fuck it up. Fuck that. So to make a long story short, he won't get my business. And this is why customer service is important. If you even if you fucking hate your job. That has nothing to do with the people you're helping. Mm-hmm. You need to be on your shit. You don't need to treat people bad or just uh, push them away or ignore them just because you don't like what the fuck you're doing. That's your problem, not mine. So, yeah, I got more on that. I'm sure mm-hmm. Keith has some. Yeah. Um, I th- customer service is, you know, the utmost important thing. And I think that. You know, a lot of times when there's a lot of businesses that are started by incompetent people, um, people that came across a certain amount of money and they, you know, they they just had a dream of owning some sort of establishment. So, you know, and those are the ones that this usually happens to. Right. Obviously, like sometimes you'll go into McDonald's and people are screwing up or, you know, whatever. But nine times out of 10, you know, when I'm going into Starbucks or whatever, it's almost uncomfortable because they're, you know, they're telling you hello when you, when you walk in or welcome to Starbucks when you walk in. And they're always like, you know, delivering your stuff with a smile. They always ask for your name and everything. Right. To me, it's, it's a, it comes off as a little bit fake, but I understand it. I understand you almost have to be like hyper um, customer service person, you know, in order to, you know, have a, you know, successful establishment and also to not get so many bad reviews. But a lot of times these, you know, independently owned places, they don't have any sort of customer service etiquette. So a lot of their customer service is very casual. And usually that's when you run into things like this. So I've been into places myself where, um, you know, I've been going out ready to spend my hard earned money or, you know, maybe my not so hard earned money from fast for something like that at a, a <laughs> <laughs> at an, you know, at a tire shop or whatever. And I walk in and I'm sitting there for like two, three minutes and no one says a word to me. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. So I don't even care. Um, and in that case, I just walk out and, you know, I save my money or I spend my money elsewhere where uh, my money is more welcome. But, right. you know, the, the biggest difference that I see is definitely 
the uh the type of establishment you know what i mean right. and, you know along with that comes a just the kind of person you know there's some people that are um just naturally charismatic and stuff like that so you know when you walk in they'll say hey hello how you doing stuff like that um but oftentimes you know like you know there's these these um these owners or whatever and they've been doing a thing a certain way for so long and you know that the way that they're operating has uh gotten them or you know they become extremely successful but yeah. you know it only takes a few hiccups here and there for your business to be not as good as it used to be or not as good as it started out to be yeah. and, and you know and if a person lacks self-awareness they will never be able to to recognize these things you know what i mean what if eddie is just one customer but you know eddie could deter someone else from going there exactly i was getting to that See, it's important because the word of mouth is what ultimately, especially in a local business, the word of mouth can make or break you. I'm not saying you need to kiss customers' asses. What I'm saying is they need to see you. They need to see you going, even not even an extra mile, but they need to be reassuring you, hey, this is what's wrong with your car. You know, we could do this for you. If We may not be able to do this, but just being, just just having the dialogue. So the person knows like, yo, okay, I know what's going on. This motherfucker didn't have no dialogue at the beginning. He was just like, uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll give you a call. Okay. All right. That's all the fuck he did. And then he when was I also eating those um endangered fries too, right? Yeah, he was eating a bunch of uh, French fries from In N Out, which are nasty as fuck, by the way. Yeah. Um, hopefully they won't get a sponsor from In N Out. Um, um either way, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good on their fries. Them fries taste like a depressed lays potato chip. <laughs> that but, was potato famine fries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in and out that pussy <laughs> animal style <laughs> hey that'd be hilarious you go up to the window in and out like welcome to in and out how can we help you today like, let me get some of them doggy style fries you got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the name of the podcast man. doggy style fries yeah everybody's that's gonna funny. know what that means now. <laughs> yeah um but yeah it could make or break you um, the interactions you have with people are very important. You want to know why I know that? I know that because I worked at Sears back when I was in college and I had asshole customers. I had managers who were pieces of fucking shit. Okay. And at the same time, I still was able to give fast and effective customer service. And I had many customers that would go back inside the store and tell them, hey, who was that young man that helped me earlier? He was really nice. I just want to let you know that. Mm-hmm. I I had a bunch of customers saying like, "Hey, that guy was a really good guy. Hey, that guy was really helpful, you know." Mm-hmm. And the manager didn't give a fuck because he didn't like me. I didn't kiss his ass. Yeah, I told him about himself one time too. I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast. Yeah, you did. I'm, yeah, but he was. I've, I've done that to more than one boss. Mm-hmm. I told that dude. I said, "Hey, man." I said, "Dude, don't you ever talk to me like that again. That's your last time. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that again, bro." Yeah. And he was probably like, I was like twenty one. Mm-hmm. Was I 21? I was 21, and he was like, that dude had to be like 35, 36. Mm-hmm. So you a, a grown-ass man thinking you could punk me because I work at this job. Yeah. Bro, I will throw you down those fucking stairs, bro. You got me <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of got off track, but uh, customer service is king. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you work at a customer <clears throat> service job and you don't like the customers, get another fucking job. Get a job where it's just you. Yeah. And also too, don't um pass that negative energy on to the next person. You know, right. no matter how you go in or how you feeling about your job or uh whatever, 
um, don't take it out on the customer. Right. Because, you know, most of the time they're just coming in because they're having an issue. Right. And they want the issue fixed. Fixed. So, um, you know, you going in and, you know, bringing, you know, we already talked about that, like bringing right. home life to your job or bringing your job to your home life. Like, exactly. You know, just kind of keep those things separated. And no matter how sad you felt when you went to work or whatever, you know, do realize that this is a whole separate world and right. no one actually cares about your problems. So you got to suck it up and, you know, yeah, go slurp. in there and put a so- smile on your face, even yeah, if it's a porn industry. Yeah. yeah you, you know, if your job is, um, slurp it up. Yeah, exactly. All of it. <laughs> yeah, Keith's right. You don't want to pass that bad energy, bad energy to the customer. You don't want to pass that big dick energy to the customer. This thing. That'd be crazy. You go like, I love that guy there. He's helpful. <laughs> he has big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, man! Yeah, um, I want to do something like um, change it up for that. Like change the name for B B. Uh, call it BCC. What's that? <laughs> Big cock charisma. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. Oh my god! Oh, like who is that young man over there? He's very charismatic. <laughs> There's something about him. He just has big cock charisma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. No, I think they would do it based off of like the different racial backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So, like, it'd be like a, a black cock charisma, or <laughs> black it'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like a, a Mexican dude. It'd be like Latino cock charisma. <laughs> oh, oh dang. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, man. Switching gears. Um, Chipotle announced that they will be having uh, nurses on call to check to make sure that employees who called in are actually sick and not hungover. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were a little up in arms about this, but I think that there are some good and bad like variables uh, in regards to this. Um, mm-hmm. One of them to me, I think it's a good thing because. Um, it's a good thing because people are full of shit a lot of times and they'll call in sick when they're not sick um, at the last minute. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you're just not being accountable. I, I think if at least even if, if you're going to lie, at least say it's a family issue, you know, something I got to handle or whatever the case, then, you know, they won't be able to they won't be able to contest that. But if you say you're sick, you're saying that you can't work. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the nurse that they have on call what the nurse will do is validate that you're actually sick, not hungover, and you get paid for any time you have off. You get paid for that. So that, to me, is a good thing. But it's also a bad thing because it's a form of invasion of privacy. Like, if I tell you something and you don't believe me, then why the fuck am I even working there? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? If I tell you I'm sick, like it's almost like, why do you trust me around a register? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but you don't trust that I'm sick. Yeah. So, uh, but it's also a good thing, right? This is the good thing about it is that if you're actually sick for food safety purposes, that we don't need you coughing on people's fucking burritos. You know, like, do you want extra beans with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you coughing cool. all over the black beans and shit? Yeah. 
coughing all over the lettuce and all over the fucking chicken. Turning black bean black beans into black pe- plague beans. God yeah. dang. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. God dang, I don't know what happened. Whoa. Yeah, that's, I start st- st- stuttering. Yeah, we got brain trauma Keith over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my black cock charisma tag. Yeah, you're not using your brain tag. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but it's 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 to me it's not a bad thing, but it's it, it's also a bad thing. Said Keith is fucking <laughs> <laughs> See, never Keith. speak too soon, my friend. Yeah, you know what it is though? You know why that happens? I think that when your when your brain's going 100 miles an hour and you haven't written anything down like this, we obviously this is not scripted at all. Mm-hmm. It's all like off the cuff. And we don't fucking edit this shit, so we just fucking just rapid fire. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, but in regards to the Chipotle situation, you don't want to be coughing all over the, the barbacoa. They got that now. The meat, the barbacoa and the chicken mm-hmm. and all that. Instead of carne asada now. Car- carne asada. Instead of barbacoa, to be coughacoa. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the people that don't cover their fucking mouth when they cough, too. They be like, <laughs> you be like, man, if you don't fucking go home, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, I think it's a good thing in that regard. There's there's good and bad, mm-hmm. but that's just my opinion on it. Me personally, I just don't see the good in it at all. Um, I think I don't really see what this does. Like for me, from a business standpoint, um, usually when somebody calls off work. It, it doesn't really affect your bottom line. I mean, it may affect the customer service or how fast you can get out food. But right. um, for the most part, you're going to call someone else in to, to replace those people. Like, you know, whenever I worked in the fast food industry, somebody would call out. There was, you know, 10, 20 employees that they would pick from um, that they would call to try to, you know, get them to cover for certain jobs. You yeah. know, the, independent on the day, you're more likely to get to get people. Um, and also... As far as like, you know, uh, like salaries and whatnot, hiring a nurse is extremely expensive. You know, these are people that have gone to school for, you know, yeah, they, you know, they've slaved over books about hearts and all kind of stuff. And, um, you know, they get paid a pretty penny. So, um, you know, that's that's going to be expensive. Um, But to me, I just I think you should just trust your employees. You know what I mean? Uh, if they lie, they're lying. At the end of the day, um, Chipotle is not a career opportunity type of job anyways. It's something where, you know, you're hiring a lot of young people, probably a lot of people that are uh, that are in school and, you know, in college and, um, you know, just trying to have a job on the side to pay their car note or something like that. So I think for you to be hiring a nurse, you're just you're almost taking it too seriously. It's, I feel like it's. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. Ahead. You were talking, dude. No, nah, I was just saying. It, it, like I said, it's it's not. This is not a job. Uh, this is a stop for a lot of people. Right. So I don't. I don't think that. You know, this is doing anything outside of making you spend more money. Yeah, true. But I think that that also could be false because at every major corporation or conglomerate, they have the numbers guys. The numbers guys are like, okay, we had this many call offs. This is how much money it cost us. It would actually cost us less money if we got a fucking nurse to validate if these people are sick because these call offs are costing, are slowing down our our lines at our stores. Who knows? But the numbers guys come up with these things. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you have changes in a company, it's based off these analytics, right? 
Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact analytics analytics, but I could make uh, the assumption that they're pretty aware of what's going on. Do I think it's smart? No, but there are a lot of things that people do in companies to to compensate or to save them money. Just like when motherfucking uh, McDonald's give you the third degree for asking for extra barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. It's because they save money when they don't give you those sauces. Mm-hmm. They got a nerd up there like, if you save two milliliters of barbecue sauce, Just- then you can save about $275,000 a year per location. <laughs> right? So they listen to this motherfucking nerd <laughs> and they saved money. <laughs> and they figure, hey, now that we're we're starting to apply pressure on our employees, okay, they're not gonna want to call in. Got a fart, man. Damn, that was loud. Um, God damn. <laughs> God, oh my God, you sound like Hiroshima. <laughs> Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't crunched the numbers, and you know, I'm, I'm looking to see. Uh, what more this can do, but um, I th- also I think that um, it is a privilege to have a job in a sense. But you know, I don't think you should force people to come to work. No, no, not at because all. Because that's when you get bad customer service. You know, a lot of times if if a, if a person don't want to be there and they call off because they've worked whatever amount of days, mm-hmm. um, then so be it. You know what I mean? If 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 it's not causing any problems, if it's a person that's religiously, you know, calling off, I think they should just be fired. But if it's yeah. a person that calls off, you know, just every now and then, um, then let that person be. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but it's also true that if you're over the age of 18 or you're still a young person, there's this thing called accountability mm-hmm. and you have to be accountable. And if you can't be successful at a place like Chipotle, it's going to be hard for you out in the real world. I mean, you yeah. may you may hate your job. But I still think any job that I had, even though I didn't like it, I still did it at a high level. It's sometimes when you kind of bullshit a little bit. But when it comes crunch time, they could rely on you to get things done. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's important for you to uh, to get those things done. Now, them, I think they're applying pressure, but they're doing it in an indirect way. Mm -hmm. They're doing it basically stating like, we'll get you a nurse if you're sick. They act they're, they're acting like they care about the employee. But in actuality, they just want you to fucking be there. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the truth of the matter. Yeah. You know, but my thing is, I'm just looking at it as is like this is not all good or all bad. Um, But if somebody has to call in sick, I don't think that they need to be validated. Like, who the fuck are you to validate me when yeah. I tell you that I'm sick? You know, even even for me at my last job, I used um some because I had I, I never missed work. So I used a lot of um sick time off. Right. I mean, I used I, I built up a lot of right. sick time. Exactly. Um, and it was one, it was like two days that I had missed or one day or something like that, that I had missed because I went to shoot a wedding in, um, in Indiana. So I was gone for like, I was gone for Saturday, Sunday and Monday, I think from work, but I only, I only missed Monday, but I was gone like the whole weekend. But, um, I ended up using my, my sick time because right. I was like, well, we don't have like pay time off, but we do get sick time. So I was All like, right. I might as well, you know, say that I'm sick this day and then, you know, get paid right. for it. And it actually went through um, right. without them asking, you know, very many questions. Yeah. Um. So in those cases, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, there was no way for me to get paid outside of doing that. So I was right. like, you know, might as well use it. You, you know what? I, I think that, that sickness needs to go beyond physically ill 
sickness to me should be gone like are you mentally sick are you yeah. sick of this fucking job yeah like if, if <laughs> some people just need a, a break from yeah. the, the everyday especially you know certain jobs like like um you know like my job where i was working with kids some days i didn't i you know i would say I'm, I'm a grown man and i'm gonna just handle my business but some days i genuinely just like emotionally and in my heart didn't feel like walking into that school. right it, that's how so it I'm is like sometimes. yo them kids is bad they don't listen to anybody but like i'm a go just because like this is a, a routine and you know i'm a grown man yeah. so i'm gonna handle my business 100 percent. i just think that there's some days that even if you work all the time it, it's some days that i've done it I, i'm at work all the time i don't miss work but there has been days where i was not physically sick but i just like yo i'm just not feeling this today it just mm-hmm. wouldn't be a good idea for me to go to work mm-hmm. and i'd be like i'm just you know i'm not feeling good you know mm-hmm. i'm not but it's the fucking truth it's not a lie yeah just because i'm not physically ill does not mean i'm not mentally ill yeah exactly. that day and what not- are you checking for are you checking your you know your blood cells or what what is the yeah you gotta you be know, careful barometer for that some of these nurses could trick you they'd be like uh are you sick it'd be like all right well we need you to pull your dick out you'd be like what i'd be like sheesh i'm like what is this a scene from a point <laughs> it's like is all there right a camera around here no no i'd be like it would be like all right, i need you to pull your pants down okay pretty good size all right have you ever had the physical where they made you cough? Yeah. I never had that before. They put the hand on the side of your balls? Yeah, I never had that before. Yeah, I had a lady that did it, and it just was just like, I was just like, I was violated. nervous. You felt violated. No, I was really young. It was football. Lady's been raping us for many, many years, and now, <laughs> see, <laughs> oh, this whole feminism movement is it's real choosy. It's real choosy. Little boys, and, little boys around the world been getting raped for this many years, and ain't nobody ever said nothing. <laughs> The lady be like, she put her hand down. They're like, "Oh, you sure you only 15? <laughs> Actual age, not your dick size. <laughs> oh, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Um, that's crazy. Man. I think that's another conversation. You know, when people say you're sick, they only speak in the matters of cold, like you got a cold or you got the yeah. flu. Uh-huh. But I think you can have mental sickness. I don't mean, I'm not saying mental illness, mm-hmm. mental sickness. It's something to think about, folks. If you're mentally sick and you wake up and you're like, I just can't make it today. I just don't feel good. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not mentally engaged. I'm not going to do good at work. None of this just going to happen. Mm-hmm. I need a day to myself. I need to, you know, eat a good meal. I need to work out. You know, I need to, whatever the case. Sometimes you need those days, bro. Yeah, I think um, obviously that's the conversation, but also just being um, mindful that um, that's also an opportunity to further yourself and better your skills, so where that you so so that you can do a job that you love, right? right. Because a lot of times, at least for me, the jobs that I um, felt like that felt like I needed days off or didn't want to go into work were jobs that I. Yeah. was above or you know i knew they weren't like my end goal or mm-hmm. you know my first career option type of stuff um so that's usually how it goes yeah i think that if i if i was like the if i was like the jeff bezos type of guy for like amazon or some major company mm-hmm. i would have a certain amount of mental health days you get a year 
Mm. And what I mean by I'm pretty sure there's a company that does something like this. I'm not sure. But what I mean by that is if you tell me you need your day off for mental health, not only will you get the day off, but there'll be no questions asked. Yeah. You will get that day off. Mm-hmm. Period. You need that day off. Fine. Yeah. And I'll give it be a certain amount. I think it. I think it would be like automatic, and it would be in conjunction with you know the time you've been at the job. So if you mm-hmm. uh, accrue you know seven mental health days, and you've been working there for like two years, then you could take those mental health days back to back. Yeah, and this would be on us. It would be on the house. It would have nothing to do with your paid time off. Mm-hmm. It would have nothing to do with your vacation. It would all be separate. It would be on the company. Yeah, I think that would be a fucking win right there. If, be, if yeah, that's My, what I think. I don't know um, the ins and outs, but one of my friend's girls works, um, just got a job at Amazon. Wow. She wow. make like like $80,000 a year oh, yeah. right off the bat. That's good. What does yeah. she do? I don't know. I just know she got hired. Um, she's moving to Oregon. Oh, fuck. They got her doing these different trainings and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And she just has a regular degree. Um, I, and her degree is not really in something that applies to what they do there, but. She mm. she got a resume, so yeah, that's crazy, man. You never know where you're gonna end up, man. Yeah, I just I'm, my my only hope is I never end up working for Jeff Bezos. I just never want to work for that guy. <laughs> I'm, so, yeah, you're like, oh, you're the, the trucker, the truck driver that's been talking shit, huh? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna find a truck that drives itself. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're gonna put you out of business. If if they automated <laughs> truck driving, right? Let's say for some reason, you know, I end up uh, pulling dry van someday again right in the future and uh jeff bezos comes out and uh he starts doing layoffs and he looks at me and he'd be like yeah well we got automated truck we're putting on the fleet so we're gonna have to let you go i'm like but you got 90 other drivers man mm-hmm. he's like yeah i'm sorry man we had to we gotta i'm like i know you i know you've been up to this shit for years haven't you jeff <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but, a trip. Yeah, yeah, but it, it can happen. Automation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, uh, Chipotle. I don't. You know, what about automated podcasts? Oh fuck no! That'd be crazy. That'd be terrible. <laughs> It'd be two robots. Like <laughs> my nigga, that was crazy. <laughs> I went to the club the other night, and this bitch tried to get me to pay for her drinks. I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, get a job." <laughs> That's real, my nigga. I do not understand. Now switching gears, Donald Trump is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that new video from Bang Bros? It was crazy. <laughs> the one black guy with the BBC. Oh, <laughs> uh, I remember back in the day when I used to work at Sears, they would like ask us to apply for a Sears card, and I never wanted to do that because I had no purpose to use it. Yeah. But one of the homegirls applied for a Sears card, and it tells you why you got denied at the end of the call. And this is an automated call that you call just from the store. Yeah. And it, and when she got denied, it says your it said your application for a Sears card was denied due to bankruptcy. <laughs> the voice fucking changed man the voice went from that voice to your your application for a sears card has been denied due to bankruptcy it was another robot yeah it was a black robot it'd be crazy like your sears application has been denied due to my nigga (laughs) 
<laughs> Her application got denied by a robot. A robot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you ever been calling an automated service? This is just for the listeners. Have you ever been calling an automated service? And it says, the number you are trying to call, one seven three five four eight eight four seven zero. You like this is weird, man. <laughs> That's comedy. Oh man. Yep. Or when you call somebody's phone and they don't answer, like uh please leave a message for and sometimes people um they leave like a song and i just can't listen to it yeah you know what I mean? they're like uh please leave a message for and they'd be like girl you look good when you back ah. that thing up you're a big fine woman when you back it and you have to literally wait yeah until the song is over to leave it a fucking message you know the one the ones that i hate is you'd be calling like your cousin daryl or something yeah and then it'd be like Please leave a message for. You be like, <laughs> you don't know how to use the voice service. You don't know how to use a fucking phone. I'd be like, nigga, why? Why, why, why do you have a freaking wrapping paper as your as your name? No, it'd be funny too. Is when they'd be like, please leave a message for, and it'd be something random. Like it'd be like a like they had the phone in their pocket. And they'd be like, hey, turn that light off. Turn that light off back there. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's folks. very rare that, yeah. you know, you you get a good quality, you know, name at, on the messages, man. Yeah. I Sometimes. just leave mine defaulted. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I think, um, and some, some people start to sound like a different person. Yeah. Like, you know, you got one person that's a real nigga, like, you yeah. know. Straight up and down, and then all of a sudden he sound professional. Hello, this is uh, Daryl Jackson. You could please leave a message after this tone. You'd be like, "What the heck?" Yeah, no, it'd be funny. Like they'd be like, uh, "You leave a message, like please leave a message for uh, De- my name is Daquan Jackson. If you're trying to reach me right now, you could call me here or hit my email up at this number here. <laughs> hit my email up. <laughs> yeah, because they're trying to be professional, but they ghetto at the same time. You could hit me up on my email. At bigdickdaquan at gmail.com, or you could just leave a message at the beat. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, that's comedy. Yeah, my name is Daquan. Just please leave a message after the tone. And so, all my real niggas out there, just leave my leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Damn. Wow. This nigga keeps turning to a robot. <laughs> okay, guys. I have to admit it. CT is catching up to me. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. This nigga keeps sounding like he worked for Spectrum. <laughs> Thank you for calling Spectrum Internet. <laughs> uh, Do you want to? If you want to talk to Keith, press two now. Yeah, and then Keith be like, "I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was um, uh, 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 uh." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man. All right, switching gears from Chipotle. Um. Uh, me and Keith are having a conversation about um, just, you know, inserting yourself to do certain projects or do certain things for people. And you can even offer the service for free. Um, or matter of fact, no. Matter of fact, you may have you may not have the time to do something. And someone will be like, hey, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. I'll pay you pretty good. But yeah. what they don't realize is money 
isn't the driving force behind what you do. And it doesn't need to be the driving force behind it. You you want to get to a point to where you're not doing things for money. You're mm-hmm. doing it because you love them. Mm-hmm. And the only difference is you just happen to get paid. Yeah. I love doing podcasts, right? We've yeah. obviously been doing this podcast for free. You know, we've been doing it for about almost a year and eight months now. Yeah. And um, haven't made any money from it. And I'm not like, we're not looking to do that yet. We're not trying to monetize it yet. We still have a lot to prove to ourselves and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing this free because we love it. But when we get paid, that is literally the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. That's a cherry on top, man. You know, so don't motherfucking offer me money when I say I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to do it, then I don't want to do it, period. Yeah. I'm not going to jump and say, ooh, I've, and no no offense, you know, maybe my boss could be listening or whoever else. They'd be like, hey, we if if I have the weekends off, which I do, and I got things to do, and you say, hey, we got work on the weekend, man. You can make some extra money. I don't care about money like that. Yeah. It is not the drive. It's not who I am. It's not the driving force be behind who what I do. You know, I'm not going to just hop in a truck to just to make extra money. Yeah. You know, I'm not hurting for money like that. I'm not trying to make it like I'm rich, but I'm not hurting for money like that. I will <clears> gladly <throat> take these days off and do the podcast with Keith mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, probably set up a, a couple pussy appointments, <laughs> um, stuff like that. But I'm not going to be going couple to PAs. What's that? That couple PAs. Oh, PA. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you some people listening like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. Right? But I know you women out there set up dick appointments. You, you guys setting up those dick appointments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably just they probably listen to this podcast. They probably driving from a dick appointment right now. Oh, dang. That'd yeah. be crazy. These girls, and you know, you could tell when a girl is going to or from a dick appointment. They always wear the same things when they get in the, they going to get it going to a dick appointment. Yeah, it's they certain. Wear, it's oh, go ahead. No, I'm about to say, women always wear the same clothes when they go into a dick appointment. They wearing leggings and some Uggs <laughs> and like a, a sweater with mm-hmm. like hardly nothing under it. Yeah, no shirt on. They may got a bra on under there or sports bra. Bro, or they get butt ass naked within five seconds. You be mm-hmm. like, whoa, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Mm-hmm. How'd you get naked? So it's because they hardly they're not wearing anything. Mm-hmm. They know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Right. And it's and then you don't even got to take their clothes off because you blink and all of a sudden they neck a day on top of you. You'd be like, whoa. What yeah. The? Yeah. Sometimes they don't be wearing no panties. You'd be like, God yeah, like, damn. And one time it got bad. I was like, whoa, I don't consent to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even getting raped off. All I was like, man, get this wet pussy off. <laughs> Words that have never been said before. <laughs> oh my gosh, wet pussy. Oh no, I don't like it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's funny i yeah. think even if you gay if some wet pussy fell in your lap you just be like mm, okay no if a dude was gay and some wet pussy got in he'd be like oh my god <laughs> it's it's too wet <laughs> but you already here girl so let's do this <laughs> Oh, oh that's funny. Mm, this pussy too wet. After you done, put that strap on. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh dang! Oh my goodness! Oh, that's, that's crazy. <clears throat> but um, as far you know, as far as the uh, the money motivation thing, I think to me, I, to me, it feels um. Like a sign of disrespect in a sense. Right. Because um, 
you know, it, it, it undermines what you like to do for, um, it, it undermines your, your morals in a sense, or like the right. way you move. Um, like you, like Eddie mentioned before, like sometimes like in, in my, in my case, it'll be certain artistic things like, you know, pictures or flyer or whatever. Um, and if I tell the person that I'll do it out of the kindness of my heart, because I have the time to do it and, you know, I have the desire to do it. And then I'll be like, um, yeah, I could probably get it done in a couple of weeks. I'm kind of busy right now or, you know, I, uh, I, could, I could get to it, though. And then they'd be like, so what, what do I need, man? What do I need to get it done in like two days? Yeah. You know, you know, can I throw you some extra cash or something like that? And I'm like, yo, like, that's not how I operate. Right, like, right. I'm, I'm not like, you know, a freaking vending machine. Like, <laughs> right. I'm not going to spit out something just because you add some extra money to right. it. Like, you can't I'm, pay a dollar seventy five for key. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and also, too, like the you know it 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 starts to put a or it almost depreciates your 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 value in a sense because if it's like dang she just gave me 50 extra dollars so i gotta turn it over like you know i gotta get it to them tonight or you know he paid me like 25 extra bucks to get it to him in a couple hours it's like you know i I, i'm way i'm worth way more than that you know what i mean and i've also gotten like paid handsomely for certain things so for you to be like, yeah, what do I need? Can I pay you fifty? It's like fifty dollars is not a lot of money to me at this point. No, 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 no. So no, no. that's why that's normally why I do say like, you know, you don't have to pay me because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, maybe that'll help me fill up my gas tank or something like that. But fifty dollars is is just is it's not going to do anything. No, you know what no. I mean? And obviously, the things that I'm working towards as far as like you know, building the podcast and, you know, uh, production stuff as far as films and cameras and stuff. It's like $50 is not going to do anything. Right. Um, you know, my, my goals are, you know, I'm like, I'm goal oriented and it's, it's a little bit different than that. <clears throat> so, you know, that's the thing. And, and I heard it a couple of times over the weekend. Um, like I shot this quinceanera and there's a lot of strict rules when it comes to shooting quinceaneras and especially shooting within the churches. You know, a lot of them don't allow you to use flashes and, you know, you have to stay out of the center aisles and uh, it's just a bunch of stuff that you have to be mindful of. So, excuse me, we were um, we were shooting um, the quinceanera, the whole, you know, the whole ceremony. And then um, the ceremony is over. The family goes outside and obviously everyone wants to everyone wants to take pictures and stuff with the with the little girl. So. Um, everyone's lining up and, you know, the family standing by her, they're taking pictures, the grandparents, the uncles, the cousins or whatever, they're all taking pictures, but they're taking pictures, um, just with their cell phones and stuff. And they're mm-hmm. just kind of lined up outside of the church. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Mike, he's like, yo, like, you know, they're taking pictures. You want to go outside and take the pictures, uh, for him? And I was like, yeah, I want, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll do it. And then, so I go outside and then, um, I, you know, I pull out my camera and obviously like I have like the. I have a semi nice camera. It's better yeah. than like a camera phone or whatever. Right, hundred percent. So, you know, I'm pulling up. You know, I'm trying to take the pictures, <clears throat> and somebody was like, like just kind of, not really under their breath, but not in a disrespectful way. It's like, hey man, like basically he said like, hey, this guy's standing here to take pictures, and he's you know he's like the professional one. Like, why are y'all like in the way, basically? Oh, and then the other shit. girl was like, oh, <clears throat> it had to be like his girlfriend or something mm-hmm. like that, or maybe his sister or whatever. And he was like. And and she was like, you know, he don't care. He's still getting paid anyways. 
Um, and she kind of like joked about it, but I was like, no, nah, that's like the opposite. Right. Like in my heart, I'm like, yo, I want these pictures to be amazing because, right. you know, they're paying a lot of money for, you know, the video and the, the whole ceremony is very expensive. So right. I want to do, you know, the, be- the job to the best of my abilities. You know, right. I, I want to give them amazing pictures to where they could, when the girl's 30 years old, she can scroll through her Instagram or Facebook and be like, yo, I love this picture right here. I love Bro. this picture. What what's dope about that story too is I don't have one a parallel story, but uh when my homie got married, one of my homies, um, I was at his wedding and whatnot, and they have photographers and the photographers the photographers took a lot of photos. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just I, one of them days, my brother. Yeah, I know it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm having an anxiety attack on the fucking podcast. <laughs> This nigga need a mental health day off of the podcast. Yeah, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but um I had a LG G two phone. Yeah. And that was you had that phone. <clears throat> Did your dad have it? Yeah, I had it. You yeah. had it too? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a really good fucking phone, especially yeah, for that time. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and I was at his wedding and I just took a step back and I took three photos. Just boom, snap one, then I snapped another one, then I mm-hmm. snapped like three of them. Mm-hmm. And it was outside in front of the church. Mm-hmm. And I put like a, a little small filter on it, not, just very subtle. I didn't like overdo it. Mm-hmm. And then I posted it like, you know, congratulations to my boy or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And then his wife was like, I want that photo. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. these guys had professional cameras and all of that. Yeah. And she's like, I love this photo. And the dude, he was, uh, my homie was like, hey, my wife said that she loves that photo. I was like, here, just, and I sent him the actual picture. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I don't know if they framed it or whatever, but it's crazy. You like, know what happens is... um the 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 actual quality of the image doesn't matter to the average person right um so usually they're just looking for an an expression or you know a look or yeah something like that so you know that's what i have have my friend joey and joey takes a lot of the podcast pictures like if any of the any of you guys have seen like the podcast pictures we post on our instagram joey takes all of those yeah um and Joey does a lot of photography. He does weddings and quinceañeras and, you know, just model pictures of model, all kind of stuff. And um, I'd be telling him all the time, I'm like, yo, you're putting too much because he spends like a lot of time. And, and, you know, you want your pictures to be perfect. And a lot of what he does is, you know, if if a girl, she wants to look the most oh, beautiful God. as possible. Yeah. And, and it's understandable, you know, if, if you're a girl and you know, you got uh, you, you got some blemishes on your face or whatever. Um, you know, I think I think it's within the the editor's right or the photographer's right to you know remove some blemishes, remove some discoloration and stuff like that. Um, but at a certain point, like you're you're almost overdoing it because you're doing right. it for every single picture and you're trying to make every single picture perfect. But um, I say that to say that you know, when it comes to photographs and stuff. People won't even recognize all that effort that you're putting into it. That's so you're true. almost overdoing it. So that's why, you know, when it comes to that picture that you took, you know, the the guy out there with the expensive camera or whatever may think he's, you know, done an amazing job. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just about what's in the frame. Right. You know? I, I The picture, this was him and his wife. I have it on my, I think it's still on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a picture of him and his wife and um, he's just out in front of the church. And it was just mm-hmm. a good photo, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it's just it's it's not as in depth as Keith's talking about. But ultimately, like doing things, don't do things for money, man. Yeah, don't. Because if you do them for money, then chances are you really don't love it. 
Yeah. Like we're doing this because we love it and getting and getting paid for it is just a cherry on top. Yeah. That's the difference between doing things for money or doing them because it's what you're truly passionate about. Yeah. And for me, like I don't have um, like I I haven't had a, like a regular nine to five in um, since like May or something like that. Yeah. And I've gotten to this place um, through um, doing a bunch of stuff for free. Like literally, if yeah, you, could tr- if you trace the path of how I got into this position, it was like, yo, my friend is, you know, doing basketball. Like, let me pull up on him and record some of his workouts or, um, you know, this other guy is selling cars. Like, let me help him out. Or, right. you know, and then it's like, boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden, like, it's a, it's a, it's an avalanche. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people start hitting you up about certain gigs or doing certain things. So, um, it's definitely a blessing, but it all started in a place where you're just doing what you like to do strictly yeah. for the passion. Um, that's what, that's what, um, it rubs me the wrong way also. Like, I've had a meeting with a couple people and, um, and they start talking numbers, you yeah. know, and, and when there's no actual money involved in a project. Right. Like, imagine if we're, you know, you know, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus because they may be listening. But imagine this is a hypothetical scenario. Imagine if we're doing a podcast and we're talking to, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> he's, you know, he may be a businessman out in Bakersfield or something like that. And we sit down with him and we're like, hey, man, we would definitely, you know, we love your story. We love, you know, your your um your growth and right. how you came from nothing and now you're you know you're this you know extremely successful businessman we love you to have you on a podcast and he's like yeah I like I like what you guys are doing um what are the what are the numbers looking like you know how much would you be able to pay me to come on a podcast I'll be like Man. and I'm like what are you talking about like yeah. this is where this there's no money involved in no. any of this and obviously if there was like we would compensate you somehow but yeah. you know this is just this is just a conversation. So right. that's happened to me a lot of times in certain meetings, and um, it definitely rubs me the wrong way. So um, definitely don't, you know, don't leave with money. And, you know, I've got, like I said, I've gotten multiple opportunities. People just hitting me <coughs> up like, hey, would you edit this? Or, you know, all kind of but, stuff, man. But here's <clears> the thing, though. It, when you have a, I really don't think you should pay anybody for being on your podcast in general. This is why. If you have somebody on your podcast and they have a platform, and let's say it's, mediocrely big like it's not a lot of people yeah and you're let's say our platform's huge at this time we're mm-hmm. getting six million fucking views on youtube or something yeah. crazy astronomical numbers mm-hmm. joe rogan type numbers and we like we let you be on our platform we already paid you without giving yeah. you a dime yeah 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 if, if you're if whatever you're doing is garnering any type of attention and you're and you're like you're making some type of monetary gain yeah already then we just like quadrupled that by yeah. putting eyes on that. Mm-hmm. Brand awareness is literally the number one thing that podcasts do. Yeah. So, um, but Joe Rogan and, and the Traeger Grills and you know all these different you know uh, things that he promotes on his podcast, they're getting business based off of going to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't reached that, but if if any of if me or Keith reach out to you to have you on a podcast, we ain't giving you shit. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely wasn't talking about the podcast. No, and I know. I know. Yeah. It was just hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. But it, it it was meant. What I mean is, is we're giving you a conversation. Like mm-hmm. it's just like a reciprocated deal. We're talking. Yeah. You're talking. We're having a great time, and that's 
the form of payment mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not in a li- literal like sense at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. That's definitely happened to me, though, when we like shooting a short film or something like that. Yeah. You ever had that happen after sex? Like you have sex and then she's like, so how much you going to pay me now? Dang. No, but I've had to do like Ubers or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) I ain't paying for no more of this pussy. (laughs) No, I'd be like, you know, be funny. You have sex with this chick and she's like, are you hungry? I'll be like, yeah, but I ain't got nothing to eat here. You want to get something to eat? And then you'd be nice and like buy her food and stuff. He'd be like, dang, I don't want to buy nothing. Nah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm actually very hospitable. Like, yeah. You have a, if you have anybody over as a guest, it, just, it doesn't matter if you're just fucking a chick. Like, be nice. Like, if she, give her whatever she wants to drink. If you have food, offer some food. If yeah. she wants to spend the night, let her spend the night. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to be gone eventually. Yeah, is that is that how you like if a girl want to spend a night you wouldn't kick her out or nothing? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I never do. There's no point of being mean. Yeah, only thing that sucks is if you have bad sleeping habits, then I just really don't want you around. Like snoring or something, or like just moving around too much. I had one chick tell me it was it was I can't remember how long ago this was, but it was I just was blunt. Yeah. Uh, After we had fun, she was like, "Do you want to cuddle?" And I was just like, "Nah." Ah. She was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And then I felt like immediately bad afterwards, but then I didn't at the same time because I was like, I don't want to cuddle with you. I don't, I'm not used you're to not that. even, yeah. Yeah, we're not in you're a not relationship. Girl. Yeah. I think, I think sometimes women, when you have fun, it's like they try to mix in this, like, whatever void they have in their life, they're trying to, like, capitalize on this interaction. Yeah. And, you know, it sounds like I'm being an asshole, but it's like, I don't want to confuse women. That's, mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's real. Yeah, Just, you know, stay on your side of the bed. I'm gonna sleep over here. Yeah, you, know what I'm you, you guys, you know, you you don't know each other that great. You have sex, and she's like, "Oh my god, you're just like a teddy bear." <laughs> you just like you're such a good cuddler. Yeah, like oh my god, I've been fortunate enough to like a lot of girls just excuse themselves. Oh yeah, of course. especially if they don't live like, especially in college, it would be like you know they would just come over and then they would leave in a timely manner. Um, I was just busting up, and you had that story about that girl that had the South Africa uh, tattoo on her vagina. Oh, <laughs> she out there still. She be listening to the podcast. That'd be crazy. You look at the tattoo on the vagina, be like, "Oh, we my way, oh, we my way." I would save her in the phone in the jungle that. <laughs> oh dang <laughs> I would save her in the phone as a weem away that mug is funny a coon of vagina <laughs> what a wonderful phrase <laughs> oh, oh man that'd be hey, that'd be another good topic right I mean another good uh, podcast name <laughs> which one Akuna Vagina Akuna Vagina Akuna Vagina what a wonderful phrase <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. Uh, one of the homegirls, she got uh, Simba tattooed on her own on her arm. Yeah, I was like, and I don't know why I thought about that. <laughs> Thinking about the Lion King. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. People getting some random tattoos, man. Yeah. We already talked about that. Yeah, yeah, I seen a dude with a Homer Simpson with tits on his fucking arm. Yeah. I was like, bro, what the fuck? We talked about that with the episode with Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stop yeah, that. Yeah. It was crazy because I had mentioned a guy with a Jordan tattoo on his face. And that's the dude that got arrested. And he got arrested like yeah. uh, two weeks later. I was like, what, what the, the fuck? Fuck. You know the nigga gotta be crazy with the Jordan he had. Yeah, that mug was this this nigga had Michael Jordan with boots on. Nah, that was the Jordan on the Wizards. I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this this must this is the Michael Jordan now that's overweight and shit. <laughs> that was a baggy jean, Jordan. Yeah, this nigga got uh retired Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was crying mean. This Jordan. nigga got real estate investor Jordan on his face. <laughs> When I get back to the community and open hospitals, and this stuff. this nigga got philanthropist <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> the Jordan philanthropies. <laughs> oh man, Jordan three philanthropies. That's comedy. Oh man, God dang. Yeah, that's switching gears, man. Um, understanding and comprehending the energy you receive. Okay, I've heard countless people tell me. When they, when, you know, we either, we, uh, during the course of conversation, like, you know, this happened and it's like, I'm just, you know, people just always be doing this to me and, you know, lying to me and doing this to me and this and that. And it seems like they have multiple stories of people doing them wrong. Mm -hmm. What I do is I listen, but I also understand like, okay, what did you do? Yeah. You know, you, you talk to, you're telling me about all the bad people that that are doing things to you or all the bad stories or energy that you're receiving but are you owning that you know Mm -hmm. are you comprehending why these things are happening to you or are you just shoveling like shoveling out you know uh, the blame on other people Mm -hmm. and with me i'm very aware of my energy and if i start receiving bad energy from people that's when i have to like i have to question what is like what kind of interactions am I having with certain people to cause these things to happen? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't do that. It comes, we talk about self awareness all the time. People that are not self aware, they'll never own up to it. Everyone else is going to be the problem and never them. Mm-hmm. It's never your fault that you got, I don't know how many baby mamas or baby's daddies and all of them are considered crazy because they all do this. Like, motherfucker, have you not owned up to the fact that you got seven baby mamas because you can't control your dick? Yeah. But you want to blame every woman that you fucked with? Because it's motherfuckers that do that. Mm-hmm. Same with other people like, oh, yeah, you know, my ex, my husband or my ex-boyfriend or whoever, that they're crazy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking like, well, um, at some point, you knew that person was crazy when you were with them and mm-hmm. you gladly accepted that. Mm-hmm. So are you going to own up to the fact that you are involved in this in any way? Yeah. It's just something to think about. You yeah. Need, you need to own, you need to own the energy you're receiving. Yeah. You know, people say it's not my fault that I'm receiving this energy or this is happening. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. If you've been stabbed, jumped, arrested, all of that, and you like blaming it on the oh man, the police is just trying to get me for no reason, mm. bro. I don't have these problems that you have. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> this something to think about. Would you say you got to own the energy you're receiving? That's a good quote. Yeah. Um, you know, I see it a lot of times. Like, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, what will happen? You know, with you know, just in the space that we're in, where we're, we're 
you know, constantly meeting certain people, constantly trying to work with people. And, you know, a lot of times like people will find me through uh, mutual friends and they will want to meet up and stuff. And um, <clears throat> and they want me to help help them in, in some sort of capacity or even if I've like reconnected with the person that, uh, you know, I knew in the past and now I'm in a different uh profession so they may need help with with their business or something like that um and you you start to hear these these certain stories and you start to hear um you know you know a lot of times um if you're uh a good listener people start to just start pouring out different stories to you and you'll hear people saying you know stuff like you know yeah i had a I just broke up with my ex not too long ago and he was crazy, man. He was real crazy. And, you know, we had a bad breakup and, you know, all, you know, this and this and that. He tore up my shoes. He ripped apart my, you know, and it's all just, just negative, 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 all these stories. And, um, you realize that they don't ever tell you any portion of the story. Um, the, in, in their story, there's no, there's no, there's no other side to it. They yeah. don't ever tell you what they're doing in just these the, cases. Just the bad side. Yeah, the, all, they're just a victim of all these different circumstances. Um, and that to me, that's very insightful. You know right. what I mean? Because I know how these things go, and I know that these pr- people are leaving out key details for a reason. Right. Um, so I, I'm always mindful of that. And uh, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and there was telling me how their uh their birthday got ruined um on con- on consecutive years right by uh by men by different men also which is which is kind of alarming in a sense like you know a couple years in a row there's different men in your life um and also right. like different men that have the ability or capability of ruining uh uh, your one of the best days that you know of the year for you like it should be like a holiday for you personally um so that was just alarming in a sense and you know you you just start to see these different character traits and you know uh i posted on um instagram earlier uh, something to the effect of like on these initial meetings with people people are going to tell you exactly what you need to know about them and um they're going to typically be honest even if they're lying to you the subtext of what they're speaking about or you know the way that they're speaking about things is going to tell you exactly what you need to know right just listen so like in certain cases like uh you know i've you know i know a person now that is like a person that's always into something something always bad is happening to them or whatever and in an initial meeting with this person the it was like, hey, how you doing? You know, uh, you know, my name is Keith, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, what do you charge for your work? Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it starts to get into like more of the personal stuff. And then you start to realize like, oh, snap, like, you know, she's leading off an initial conversation with negativity or this person is leading off a conversation with negativity. <clears throat> like, yeah, I just got out of a bad breakup and, you know, I was with him for so long and he just did me dirty and all this kind of stuff. Now I'm trying to get on my feet and yeah. it's just like, okay. The, the, my biggest <clears throat> problem with it is you're acting as if you weren't complicit in it. Yeah. Like you were involved in it. It's not, you're making like things are happening to you. You were a part of the happening. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. You were a part of that. So with me, I tend to I won't say I tend to be hard on myself, but 
I realized that I was a part of any situation, even if it wasn't something like even when I got my car broken into, when I got my truck broken into, I said, you know what? It's something I could have did better to prevent that from happening, even though it happened. I, I took ownership of the situation immediately. Right. Um, a lot of people aren't built like that. Right. Their life will be in shambles and they will not. If your life is in shambles and you keep having bad shit happening to you. Right. Ask yourself how much of that is because of you. Yeah. Ask yourself. And mm-hmm. people are going to, they're going to, because people have listen, they're going to say Eddie is just wrong because he's saying that, but it's not my fault. It's just other people not treating me right. I have such a big heart. How many times have you heard that bullshit, Keith? A lot of times. I have such a big heart and people just take advantage yeah. of it. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Is it my fault that I just love? Shut up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're, what you're doing is you're endorsing yourself. You, that's yeah. a self-endorsement. I have such a big heart. Yeah. Like, okay, that might mean you might... When people say things like that, I've heard them so much that I'm like, oh, yep, she's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, she, Some ain't right about this chick. Some ain't yeah. right. I'd, even if you are this, you know, this person um, who's... You you could be like genuinely like a nice person and a you know a a, a great catch I guess you know right. and, you know a person that could be a great wife and all these things but you you still have a character flaw if you don't know how to pick a partner oh bruh because you know what I see is like you know just interacting with different people and different women and stuff you see that um they they like the the their exes or whatever you like i'm just like yo you dated this dude right like, i this can't nigga yeah you're like what the heck bro i i look here's the thing is i don't ever want to judge a woman by her past but let's be very fucking clear if me and you are talking even if i'm kind of liking you a little bit but i'm not too sure and then i find out who your ex-boyfriend was and he got face tattoos ah i'm not fucking with you no more yeah bottom line you fucked with bozo the clown and now you want to talk to me fuck that yeah like i can't you can't date takashi 69 and then come my way like i'm gonna save you fuck yeah yeah ain't happening this is upper echelon dick you gotta be yeah this is that podcast dick you gotta (laughs) (laughs) this is another level right here post podcast dick this is different Telling mm-hmm. you, man, the mm-hmm. podcast dick, like you could get fucked and we could have a conversation after. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very insightful conversation. Very insightful conversation. That's right? funny. I will definitely last longer talking than fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk for two hours. You know what I'm saying? Sex. <laughs> yeah. Depending on my, you know what I'm saying? Depending on the day. On a good day. Yeah. On a good day, it'll be great. <laughs> But the conversation is something that you'll <laughs> definitely have an impact on you. <laughs> you know, that wouldn't it be crazy if a chick got fucked for like two minutes and then she's like, we only fuck for two minutes, but like he told me so much about life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was so gentle, but like he busted in 45 seconds. He told me about life, taxes and Owning, ri- owning property and yeah we made love for a minute then i made love to his mind <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a saposexual <laughs> uh, yeah when i hear women say that i think it's first of all uh i think i'm using i'm not using the world right saposexual is women that are sapiosexual sapiosexual excuse yeah me. 
uh, are intrigued by like conversation and in in depth, just an in depth man that they're, can make they're them attracted think. to um, uh, intellectuals. Intellectuals, mm-hmm. right? There are women that are like that, believe it or not. Yeah, but very rare because most women are not. A, they're attracted to the basics, whether it be like looks, status, yeah. things like that. That's the average. That's the, yeah. the regular thing. So um, I've got a lot of pussy from those sapiosexuals. I bet. Mm-hmm. I bet you know. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> if you know a little bit about something, it's kind of impressive to women. I think women are. I think women are attracted to intellect in yeah. in general. Not like it's not some. It's just because you know a lot about like you know about uh, global warming. They're not going to give you pussy. Uh, you know? No, remember the guy's joke. Oh He's yeah, like you got it. You just got to know a lot, a lot about anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I think women are going to be drawn to it because what it is is when, when women see you have some type of smarts, they take you seriously. Yeah, when you're not like just a beer drinking loud mouth motherfucker, they're like, you know, like oh, well, you kind of know a little bit of. But what they start to like try to be on your level a little bit is what I notice. Mm-hmm. And they'll say things like, "Oh, you're so smart," and I'll be mm-hmm. like, "I'm really not. I'm just, you know, I'm just really aware of what's going on with me and with the world." But yeah. besides that, I'm not a like some genius. Yeah. You know? Like, oh my God, stop. Don't be so humble. You're really smart. <laughs> I heard your podcast. <laughs> I want to suck your dad. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't, yeah. It's been a lot of shout out to all the ladies out there that listen to a Truckers of Mine podcast. Yeah. It, it, we got a, we got a pretty good, female fan base mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into this right now actually mm-hmm. we're gonna jump right into this celebrities and musicians um say and do things that the average person cannot get away with mm-hmm. and let me be very clear when i say this if me and keith were were on the podcast and we're saying like man these bitches are stupid these bitches don't know shit i'm tired <laughs> of these stupid bitches all the time trying to mess with me right if we were like this extremely misogynistic like um, shitting on women on the podcast, right? Yeah. Then it would be a lot of women that tuned out, and it's completely understandable why they would do that. But here's the thing, right? You ready? Why is it that that is that is what the result could be? But your favorite artist, The Weeknd, calls women bitches in every song, and you yeah. love him, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One of his his primary fan base is women. Like uh that new song he got the Heartless song. I don't know the the lyrics verbatim, but he says something like uh I don't need a bitch, I'm what a bitch need. <laughs> 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 and the girls is like, "Oh my god, I love the weekend. I love him." Mm-hmm. Chris Brown punched Rihanna all in her face. "Oh my god, I love Chris Brown." Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But don't let a regular uh, you know, don't let Billy Bob punch his wife. He mm. should be locked up under the jail for what he did. Yeah. Right? What I call that is selective morality. Right? Yeah. It is a it is a, a classic case of selective morality. You know, I, I'm not saying it's right for you know men to do that. And that's just one example. It's it's countless examples of things that men do, you know, or things that women do. But this is just uh one of the cases here. Um it's just hilarious. They just get away with anything, man. Mm-hmm. You know, the only one that ain't really got away with nothing is OJ Simpson. He got away with murder. He did, but he didn't get away from the he didn't get away from the court of public opinion. Bruh, getting away with murder is a big deal. I know. I, but, I mean, 
I would, you could yell racial slurs and, you know, make jokes about me for however long you want if I get away with murder. What I'm saying is, is he did not win in the court of public opinion, but he did win in court. But then he didn't win because this nigga went to jail for stealing baseball cards. Or yeah. no, stealing not baseball cards. He went to jail for stealing uh, his old, me- memorabilia, old, old memorabilia. Yeah. He strong armed that shit to get was, it back. But he should have been in jail for life. This nigga's out now. Yeah, he's on out. The streets. He out. He was on a date one time. Yeah, I bet. Probably oh, with a white girl, huh? Oh, yeah, of course. OJ can't get no black woman, man. Yeah. OJ was married to a black woman at first, but he's just like, this ain't going to work. I need to murder a white woman. Ah, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> OJ Simpson's like when they did his uh his just trial, like they was asking him questions. He's like, I feel like I would be uh I would be you could put me in society and everything would be fine. You know, I I I don't have any problems. You know, and OJ sound like he didn't smoke like ninety blunts. <laughs> it's weird, man. OJ Simpson is 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 uh, very charismatic though. How? That's part of why he got off. How's he charismatic? I don't. He just found a way to sway the the jury. He was in there smiling and waving, and I didn't kill her because I'm OJ. I don't got to kill nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think I got to kill anybody? <laughs> I got OJ Simpson. Simpson got a uh, big cock charisma, <laughs> <laughs> big knife charisma. <laughs> I'm not black. I'm OJ. <laughs> Uh, I don't got a big black cock. I got a big OJ cock. <laughs> I got a big black knife. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, that's crazy. Oh man, dang. Yeah that that uh, that ESPN documentary that they did on that trial that'll keep you up for yeah, some days. That, was that must be gruesome. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's weird though, man. Uh, there, I can't even think of how many. Okay, um, for example, a child endangerment, right? Mm-hmm. Child endangerment is something that you know we all frown upon, right? If you do things that can put a child in danger, we frown upon it. We talk about it. We just like, yo, you know, CPS need to come check that out. Whatever. I remember very vividly. May he rest in peace. I'm not trying to speak bad about Michael Jackson. But mm-hmm. he put like a towel or something over his baby face and then hung it over a balcony. You mm-hmm. seen that? Yeah. And then I was like, everybody was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then some people was like, you don't know the situation. Leave him alone. That's his child. This and that. Mm-hmm. But let you hang a baby over the motherfucking balcony and everybody see it. Yeah. And Mike tripping. Yeah. I was like, just trying to show the people my child. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, nigga, if you don't. Uh, chill and put a picture on instagram and stop tripping and like um it wasn't no instagram back then. yeah i know yeah <clears throat> i was just you know i just want to tell everybody oh what was how that song start off back in the day uh i just want to feel he used to do a lot of intros back in the day yeah i can't remember the song what was that called again Oh my god, it's my favorite Michael Jackson song. Fuck. Obviously not. Yeah, I just forgot the song. <laughs> I'm forgetting a lot of shit, man. So simultaneously like speaking and trying to remember things at the same time is really hard. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're taking blows to the head. Like I 
<laughs> I just wonder. I, I wonder, like in my short football career, how many blows I took to the head. I wonder how many girls got CTE from hitting their head up against headboards all Bro, night. I'm telling you. I, I bet you girls got brain damage from getting hit doggy style, bro. Because <laughs> when you be hitting it from the back, their neck just be just moving, moving, That's a moving. nasty way to get CTE. Bro, I'm telling you. I bet you. The, and then some girls like to get their hair pulled. So you be pulling their hair and they be like, harder. Pull my hair yeah, harder. That The freaking brain is just like. Yeah, her br- your brain is getting gyrating. thrown around. Yeah. Man, your brain is twerking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's crazy especially baby. all your girls getting hidden back seats and stuff I know dang hitting the freaking back seat doors constantly getting smashed in the back of a jeep <laughs> <laughs> i wonder who has a jeep <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah jeep wrangler if oj had if oj had a jeep it'd be called a jeep strangler <laughs> <laughs> Buy the new Jeep Strangler. Buy the brand new Jeep Strangler because I'm OJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, damn. That'd be another good podcast theme. Jeep Strangler. Yeah. <laughs> We've had three. I forgot the other two already. What was the, what was the, uh, vagi- it was something. Oh, Akuna Vagina. Akuna Vagina was one. I forgot the first one was. Jeep Strangler. Yeah, and then Jeep the first Strangler. one, I forgot it. Akuna Vagina. Akuna Vagina sounds better. That one got a, a ring to it. <clears throat> oh man, he knows when there's gonna be some comedian that spoofs that shit. Yeah, he's he, that's how a lot of people steal material. <clears throat> yeah, people be stealing. stealing. They be stealing. Mm-hmm. They, even even Drake stole fucking Soldier Boy's intro back yeah. before back in the day. Yeah, and and then Soldier Boy proved it. You know what happens a lot of times is that um, obviously people be stealing, but it be niggas out here that be trying to come up with like creative ways to do things. Right. And um, they'll be sitting down and thinking something is original, an original thought. You nah. be like, yeah, we set that on a podcast or like brilliant yeah. idiots set that on a podcast or like I've seen this skit before. So, you be like, yeah, man, he's got to be mindful of what you're doing. Cause- yeah, you do need to be mindful. Um, there was a video that Key showed me recently. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm not going to go into details because I don't want to shit on people's art. But there was this nigga doing a video. And uh, <laughs> and it sounded like a watered-down Bruno Mars. <laughs> and it was just like, literally, it was like, it was a play. It was If I had put this like on the Comedy Network, people would be like, oh, that was a nice try, huh? Yeah. You know, but it was just like, what is this? Yeah. Um I had came to this realization that there are some extremely talented people mm-hmm. that make very bad art. Right. And yeah, it, it happens it happens a lot in um in singing because, mm-hmm. you know, there's somebody that could, you know, that can sing really well, but the production is trash and, you know, the the lyrics to the song is just trash and, you know, their melodies is trash. It's just like it's unfortunate. But what I think happens though is I think that some talented artists um they get to a point where their their work or their art is not being received as they assume it should be received. I think when people are not being um gratified or um they're not being given the amount of uh attention they like to get for their art, yeah. I think they start to change it and they start to see what's worked for other people and they try to replicate that and it yeah. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And that I think the number one thing you got to do is stick to your guns. Because me and Keith started off this podcast and really nobody was fucking with it. But we just kept going. 
mm-hmm. and kept going and kept going and yeah, kept yeah, going yeah. and kept going and kept going and we're going to keep going um and it's and i just think people are when they're not reinforced the way they want to be then they tend to start changing shit up but we're we tend the way we think about it is we're going to keep it original but we're going to find a way to elevate what we're doing yeah, you know the theme is gonna stay the same, but we're gonna find a way to elevate it. But some people they totally change it. Yeah, I seen this nigga from Bakersfield that was trying to rap like Nipsey Hussle recently. I've seen this. I, oh, I don't know if this is the same person, but I'm like, I know, come on, man, guy. Yeah, I seen. I listen. I, I, I can't. I don't want to put no names out there, but I listened. Well, I didn't listen, but I clicked on an old video on his Instagram because he just followed me out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He's from Bakersfield. He was an artist, and I was like, okay, cool. And I looked at his old videos and he was rapping. I was like, oh, that's not bad. And then I listened to his new stuff and it's just like Nipsey. Like straight Nipsey or something. I'm like, come <clears> on, <throat> man. Yeah. It's corny. I think, um, I wouldn't call it corny. I think that sometimes what happens in, in, in music and in art, um, you can be influenced by a person and um, it, just, it just comes out through your art. So mm. sub- subconsciously, you're, you're, you're sounding a lot like another person. But um, um, I just think that, you know, you got to be you just you have to strive for originality because that's right. what's, what's going to help you win in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that Nipsey was one of one. So I think when you do anything off that plays off of what he did, I think that it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. But I think if you it's certain artists that I've heard that. Um, that people, it was kind of a play on what they were doing. Like Future is one of the main ones I've seen. I started seeing people rapping different when he did. Mm-hmm. And they could still make it sound pretty good. Like you think of like Designer with the Panda album mm-hmm. and everybody thought that was Future. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was him. And you might get that, but with Nipsey, it just it just seems wrong. I don't think, I don't think it's wrong. I just think yeah. that, you know, people are influenced. You, I mean, you could, find these like parallels with multiple multiple artists right like i was listening to roddy rich's album and i was oh, like oh future i was like bit. yeah i was like he sounds like a mixture of future and uh young thug to me yeah but it's still a dope album so yeah, I, like i want right i don't have any negative to say about it but you know um as far as that guy you know keep doing your thing but yeah. you know just be aware that uh you you have to strive for the to be more original. Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. just be yourself from day one. Mm-hmm. I think once you get away from that, then that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's not going to believe in you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I got on now. Where we at, man? Uh, one fifty three. All right, man. Well, I hope we gave y'all enough content, man. You know what I'm saying? We we continuously try to get around two hours over that. Sometimes it depends if the conversation is really flowing that we don't want to stop it. Yeah, you know, but for the most part, we're gonna get you guys as close to two hours because you know you guys got a long work day. Yeah, you know, we're trying to keep you guys up. You mm-hmm. know, some of y'all, you know, I don't know when y'all listening. You know, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Niners. We put it out today. Yeah, and the Lakers, Lakers, bang bang, Niner gang. Lakers <laughs> and Niners doing a thing, man. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good feeling in the sports world right now. Yeah, I don't know how many of y'all uh, are Niner fans, but you got to listen to that E-40 Bang Bang Niner Gang song. <laughs> that should be getting me amped up. I listen to it before every game. <laughs> bang Bang Niner Gang. Yeah, we had a ne- we had a real nail-biter today, and oh, I, I was God. chilling with my niece. And I, the only thing that excites me in this world is probably, like, art and sports. Like, big movies. Booties. Big booties, you said? Yep. Oh. Ugh. 
But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was watching the game, and my niece was when my niece was in there playing with like her little toy or something, and we had got an intercept. Oh no, the first time I like yelled or like screamed was when um, the what's the name? Uh, Michael Thomas had fell on a slant route, and then it hit the they hit the cornerback in the hands, but he like. It oh, like it yeah, it. like it, it approached him like he thought the receiver was gonna be up or whatever, and yeah. it just kind of caught up to him too fast, and he dropped it. And I was I did like I like screamed or like just kind of yelled or something, yeah. and then I was like, oh my gosh! And then my niece was like, oh, like she was like, why are you yelling? <laughs> I was like, dang, my bad, but yeah. But then after that, she started yelling with me, so I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, we yell together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, kids are hilarious, man. Well, if you've been listening to the episode and you made it this far, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Episode 89. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Finks. We out of here. Peace.